You feel that? It's Christmas time. Guess who's coming to town? What time is it? What time? What? What? Oh, Christmas! <laughs> you guys all, you guys all been good and practicing real hard. You guys all been good? Yeah. Clients, you've been, you've been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa, bring you a new saxophone. Who doesn't love a good Everybody saxophone? Everybody out there been good or what? Nah. Oh, that's not many. Not many. You guys are in trouble out here. You guys have all been naughty. I know that. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Who is? Santa Claus is coming to town. What's he doing? He's making a list. What's else? Checking it twice. Oh. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes, he is. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yep. Santa Claus is coming to town. Come on now, pick it up. What's he do? He sees you when you're sleeping. Weird. He knows when you're awake. Strange. For goodness sake. Whoa. You better watch out. You better not try. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming in town. Santa Claus is coming in town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, who doesn't love a good saxophone? Who doesn't love a good brass instrument? Dude, I played so many brass instruments growing up. I played the trumpet when I was in uh, fifth and sixth grade. I left it on the bus, I thought, in fifth grade. And I had a mental breakdown the whole night because I thought it was on the bus. My mom's calling the school, you know. She's like, hey, you know, my son rides bus number or whatever, you know, whatever it was. And... His, his trumpet's not there? Oh, and then the, the I didn't sleep a wink that night. I had anxiety out the wazoo about it. And I was just, I couldn't I couldn't believe. I, I, was, I had lost the trumpet. I thought it was over for me. My parents had rented it. What are we going to do? Things, those things aren't cheap. I don't know how much a trumpet costs, but hey, man, it's expensive when you're, you know, you have no sense of money in fifth grade. And then um, went to school the next day, and there it was. It was sitting on the, the shelf. I never took it with me. So, and then needless to say, I never forgot that trumpet again. And then in the seventh grade, I played the tuba because you didn't have to rent it. It seemed easy enough. I was already good at puckering my lips for the trumpet. So I figure, why stop here? Why not get bigger, right? Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, I played the trumpet. I remember at a winter concert, I didn't know how to read music naturally. So I just played to the noise of everybody else. Boom, 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 boom. 
you know, I just played along. And then I was getting off stage, and Mr. Shelton, who was my teacher at the time, he said, uh, he said, you really carried us tonight. And I said, no problem, man. And uh, that was my crowning achievement, because then I gave up on the trumpet because somebody else started playing the trumpet, and I was like, he's on my spot. You know, I never got any girls, or it was cool because I played the trumpet. It's just, there's only room for one of us in this town to play the trumpet. So I stopped playing the trumpet. And I went to percussion. But if I knew then what I know now, I would have played the saxophone. Nothing sexier than the saxophone, man. Nothing sexier than a good saxophone player. Ask Bill Clinton. The guy was getting... guy was getting sucked off. Bill Clinton was getting sucked off in the Oval Office because he could play the saxophone. Changed my mind. You tell me, man. You tell me if there's another reason why he was getting sucked off in the Oval Office. You know who wouldn't get sucked off in the Oval Office? Me. Because I can't play the saxophone. And I'll never be President of the United States. Because I'll never run for President of the United States. Because it seems like a fucking hassle. Mm -mm -mm. It is the holiday season. I have my warm cup of coffee. I have... My Santa hat on, I have my Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I don't think anyone could be more festive than me right now. That's a fact. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it a buck with you. Um, happy Hanukkah to all the Jews out there. Rough year for you guys. Rough year for the Jews. Happy Hanukkah, you made it. Eight wild, crazy nights coming up for you. Um, it is the start of Hanukkah, and I wanted to look up this might get me on the same list Kanye West is on, but famous Jewish people. Let's do this. At the risk of, you know. Do-do-do-do-do. Ten Jewish Americans who changed history. Albert Einstein? He was not Jewish. He was fucking not, he wasn't, he was Jewish, it's just he wasn't, um, American, that's the word I was looking for, um, so we got a lot of famous Jewish people, man, a lot of famous Jewish people out there, who we got, Prophet Abraham, uh, he was mentioned in Genesis and is a key figure in Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. He is considered the first patriarch of the Jewish people. Shout out, Abraham. Moses, you might know him as the guy who split the Red Sea and saved the Jewish people out of slavery in Egypt. Oh, you might have heard of this guy, Jesus Christ. He was born Jewish and became a prophet and spiritual teacher, spiritual teacher which led the formation of a new religion, Christianity. You might have heard of it. Um... I can't say this one, man. I'm gonna. This is this is racist. Uh, I'm gonna take a guess at it. No, I can't. Mosa bin Maimon. He was a prolific and influential Spanish and Sephardic Jewish philosopher. He. Oh, he wrote the Torah. Ah, he codified Torah law. Okay, hey, shout out. Um, Karl Marx. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke that I probably shouldn't say. Harry Houdini. Uh, Albert, I, that's why, damn, I'm not gonna, I can't say that. Oh, I can't say that one. 
I can't. I can't. Albert Einstein. Heard of him? Leon Trotsky, famously murdered by Stalin. Assassinated in Mexico. Um, Sigmund Freed. Shout out. Who else? Who else we got here? Simon Wiesenthal. Oh, Milton Friedman. What did he do? He was an American economist. Economist. I don't know how to say it. Um, what else we got here? We got, uh, anybody else I know? Oh, Anne Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Famous. Woody Allen might be married to his stepdaughter. Who is to say? Am I right, folks? Steven Spielberg. John Stewart. And then Scarlett Johansson, who, by the way, would, you know? No disrespect. I think her husband is a guy from SNL, yeah? Colin Jost? He bought a boat, didn't he? With Pete Davidson? Scarlett Johansson, 5'3", 38 years old. Those are the first things that pop up about her, and she is married to Colin Jost. She was married three times before to Ryan Reynolds. Dude, she fucking ran it, dude. Holy fuck. Some people just bat in different, you know, there's playing minor league baseball in what I do. And, like, there's a level of people, right, that we can all be with. Some people just live in a different stratosphere. They're batting in a different league. They're playing in a different game. She was married to Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Roman... Uh, Dark, who's handsome as fuck, by the way, French. She did the rounds, but she only she always ended up back here with an American. Hopefully, Colin Joe says American. Let me make sure before I go any further. Yes, Staten Island. There's no more American than Staten Island, baby. So she went from Ottawa, Canada, in Ryan Reynolds, who's gonna buy the Senators. Oh, he's from Vancouver, Canada. Whoops. And who gives a fuck, right? And um. Then she went to France and got this guy, this goof. And then she found Colin Jost here in America. Who could forget? Scarlett Johansson, shout out. Thanks for all you've done for the world and all that. Famous Jewish people, famous Jews. Hey, happy Hanukkah to you. Adam Sandler, who could forget? Is he Jewish? He must be. If not, he's really gentrifying the uh, the whole Jewish thing. But um, shout out, shout out uh, Scarlett Johansson. Jewish. <sighs> what did you guys do this weekend, dude? I got a gripe with women, naturally, as I normally do on this podcast. Hey, ladies. Sports are awesome, right? Dana goes, did you do anything but watch sports this weekend? She just asked, did we do anything but watch sports? Because we went to the Browns game Saturday. Um, We watched football Saturday during the day and at night and at the game, of course. And then Sunday, we woke up, we watched football in the world sense of soccer which, by the way, I'm never watching another soccer game in my whole life. I was in to Argentina, France. Shout out the GOAT, Messi. Shout out Mbappe. Great game. I'll never see another one. Even when the World Cup comes here next time, I don't need to see anymore. I've seen enough. I watched that whole game. And I was on the step mill putting up dynastic numbers. I watched that whole soccer game. I don't need to see another soccer game in my whole life. I'm good. I've done it. I've reached the mountaintop of soccer games. It's over. There's nothing better for me. So shout out soccer. Shout out Messi. Shout out Argentina. Um, you might be. You might have harbored something in the 1940s, late 1940s. But we'll get over it, right? <laughs> 
We can all look past it for a good old soccer game, you know? Sure, you guys all have blue eyes somehow. Who knows? You know, who knows what happened? Um, but good on you, winning the World Cup. Good for you, Messi. Um, not that you needed my approval. And then we watched football, and I have something to say. I figured it out, fellas. Here's what you got to do if you want to let... I got a, I got this desk. I got a new desk this weekend that I'm using right now. And I figured out how to game the woman in my life, Dana. I figured out how to how to keep her at bay, right? Because life is a balancing act of... Life is a boxing match, right? Where are you going with this one, Ryan? Please. Are you going to joke about domestic violence? No. No, of course not. I would never do such a thing. Life with a woman and living with somebody is a boxing match, right? You're on guard sometimes and they're throwing the punches. And then other times you're throwing the punches. But sometimes you just want to go in for the grasp and you just want to go in for the hold. And that's what I did this weekend. I wanted to watch football and chillax. The two things I'm probably best at. Chillaxing and watching football. So what did I do? I gamed the system. I beat Dana at her own game, and she doesn't even know it. Saturday comes around. What do I do? Right? Oh, actually, let's start on Friday. Friday comes around. She wants to watch Christmas movies. So we watched The Santa Claus on Disney+. Plus. A little bit corny, but I'm like, look, she likes it. I'm going to buy some good faith here. Saturday comes around. We watch the Christmas movies. Things are good. Saturday comes around. We have this Reese Across America thing. It's where you go and you donate uh, or you you lay um, wreaths at the graves of deceased soldiers and, and veterans and things like that. And her mom is in charge of the local chapter here. So we went and did it and I put on a good a good show, right? I go help. I'm the grunt work, of course. You know me, dude. I show up. I lift boxes. I leave. You know what I mean? So I show up. I help out. I do all the things. I make an appearance. I couple, tell a couple of jokes, right? And everybody's like, oh, Ryan's so fun, you know, well, what's going on here, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I listen, I, I talk to people, you know, I say, I say, hello, I'm nice to meet you, Ryan, blah, blah, blah. And then um, we go home, right? We get home, I'm watching football, Dana's like, all right, when are we going to leave? I'm like, I don't know, probably about 3 o'clock, we leave about 3.15, of course, because women. And then we, I bought hand warmers for her, so she can't complain about being cold, Right, but she did. And then we were just relaxing. We go there. I go to the Browns game. They win, kind of. I don't know. It felt it felt fine. It's wins that feel like losses, man. It's Cleveland Browns football. And then we get home. I'm watching more football, but I make her special drinks, right? We had this decaffeinated coffee. I put a little gingerbread liqueur in there. Yeah, I'm saying it like that now. And things are going well, right? And then we got this desk in on Saturday. And what you want to do, fellas, if you have something to build... You can't let it sit around. You can't let the boxes stay on the floor. Because if you let the boxes stay on the floor, that gives them something to look at. And that gives them ammunition. So you got to put the ammunition away. you got to hide it. So what does Ryan do? Ryan gets to work. Sunday, he gets home from the gym, put watching the World Cup, woke up, watched the World Cup, made her coffee, right? You make her coffee, and she can't bitch. Because you're doing things for her. I go to the gym. She stays home. She goes to do a little Christmas shopping. She gets home. I started building the desk. I've been watching the football games. And I'm watching. And she gets home. I'm going really slow with the desk, too. And I'm acting like it's really pissing me off. It isn't. I knew exactly what I was doing. And I'm building the desk, right? 
and then I'm watching the the late slate games, like it's middle of the day, so it's 4.25 games, mid-afternoon, and I'm like, all right, let's go, I got it together, let's go to, uh, I mean, it's not done yet, but let's go to um, the grocery store. So, I've watched so much football at this point, I'm like, I can sacrifice the second half of these late games. And then we get home, and I'm like, oh, I got to go finish the desk up. All I had to do was drill in the connectors, the the joists or whatever. Just drill them in. And it took me a half, it took me a whole half of football to get the power cord connected, which literally just fucking plugs in, and to get in like 20 screws. And I'm using a power drill, folks. So let me ask you something. I am a little challenged when it comes to using power tools and building things. But if you think that shit took me an hour or two hours, you just don't know how to game the system, man. And just because I won the game doesn't mean you have to be mad at me. So I watched a whole game of football, and then I finished it at about the third quarter of the Sunday night football game. I got everything back together. All I had to do was put the monitors back on the desk and put all the shit back in the office room here which is literally just an outfitted closet with four outlets. And I'll tell you what, man. I'm a goddamn genius. So I won this weekend. It's not often that I win. So when I get a win, I'm going to I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it to you. So that's a win for me, man. Let me take a sip of this coffee here and then I'll ask you about your Christmas plans. You guys going to do anything for Christmas? You going to see your family? For Christmas this year? Did you guys finish your Christmas shopping? That's a common question this time of year. Did you finish your Christmas shopping? No, I still got to get out there and get some stuff. I never know if I get enough. Because Dana's over overgetter for, for Christmas. She always gets so much stuff for me, which is really nice. It's a nice thing to do. It's a nice thing to look forward to getting Christmas gifts. But I'll be honest with you, it sucks for me because I suck at getting gifts. So, like... She doesn't listen to the podcast, so I could tell you, but just in the off chance one of you is a scumbag, I'm not going to do that. But I got her some good stuff, man. But I'm a practical gift giver. Like, you know what my mom's getting for Christmas this year? My mom and dad, they don't listen to this shit. If they do, hey, Merry Christmas. My mom is specifically getting metal uh, measuring cups because everybody in my life has uh, plastic ones that just the numbers wear out. You never fucking know what a half cup is, third cup. You don't know. You know what I mean? So let's get some metal ones and let's be done with it, right? They're engraved. They look really nice. And then my brother's getting a shaving set, uh, which, of course, will be really nice for him because he's gross looking. And then, uh, you know, he's going through the change. And then my mom, my dad and my mom are getting WeatherTech floor mats. So you can see I'm going above and beyond. And then Dana, she's like, what are you going to get? What are you going to get me? Blah, blah, blah. She says all these things. And I'm like, oh, no, those things suck. She said something about a Dutch oven. And I'm like, that that fucking sucks. Who the fuck? What are you talking? What the hell is a Dutch oven? And she's like, oh, it's something you put a lid on it. And I'm like, ah, no, 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 no. So I got her some other shit. I'm not going to tell you because I want to be secret. But uh, her dad, dude, at that Reese Across America thing where they had George Washington by the way, somebody cosplaying as George Washington, literally spoke like George Washington. Crazy. He wasn't George Washington. Um, 
if you can believe that. He was just dressed up like him. And I'm like, dude, that guy, no kink shaming, probably has crazy ass sex. And I told a little joke to Dana's brother when he was walking away. I was like, any comments on the adultery you were committing when you were the president of the United States? Writing love letters to that woman? Dude, how do you fall in love with somebody in 1775? Think about that. Just gross. You guys are just, like, just imagine. You think your partner smells bad now? You think your partner has a morning breath in 2022? <laughs> Buddy, imagine the morning breath in 1775. <laughs> Were they brushing teeth in 1775? I was going to make a stupid wooden teeth joke, but does it even make sense? When did dental hygiene start? Hygiene start. Uh, how the job started, the official role. No, no, you fucker. What was dental, dental hygiene like? During the Victorian era, it's the 1800s. Uh, dental care was expensive and rudimentary at best. And at-home oral hygiene was mediocre due to the insufficient knowledge and humble tools. That's a nice way to put it. Most people cleaned their teeth using water with twigs or rough cloths as toothbrushes. Some splurged on a tooth powder if they could afford it. What was teeth? What was dental hygiene like in the 1700s? Europeans cleaned their teeth with rags rolled in salt or soot. Believe it or not, in the early 1700s, French doctor named Pierre Fachaud told people not to brush, and he's considered the father of modern dentistry instead. He encouraged cleaning teeth with a toothpick or sponge. God, Ryan. Soaked in water or brandy. Oh, cool. So they just didn't do it. How do people brush their teeth in the 1300s? Uh, they would rub their teeth and gums with rough linen. Gross. Yeah, so dude, imagine falling in love with somebody then. A deal breaker for me is morning breath. Well, good thing you were born in this era, pal. And they just weren't showering and shit. God bless. But yeah, so I made a little joke about that, and then I, uh, I don't know. We had a good weekend. That's all I could say about that. I'm getting ready for Christmas here. I'm getting ready to go to the fam's house. You know, when are you going to pop the question? When are you going to pop the question? Her dad, you know what her dad asked me? He's like, what are you getting Dana for Christmas? And I tell him. And he's like, no jewelry? And I'm like, what? I'm like, what, dude? The hell are you talking about? I'm not doing any of that nonsensical stuff. <sighs> why can't we just date forever, huh? Why do we got to mess up a good thing? You know, most people, you can't get divorced if you don't get married. People don't know that. That's a hack for you. You can't get divorced if you never get married. I don't even know the story of my parents getting married. So let's just put it there. Let's end, a, end that conversation right away. I don't ask. My parents are very mysterious to me. I have no recollection of what they what they had going on when I was young. And they don't tell me, because why would they? I never ask. Where the hell are you going with that one, Ryan? I don't know. I do have a question about Canada. I got an email about Canada, and they said, Ryan, you didn't have poutine the other times you went to Canada? No, dude, because I was nervous. Somebody asked you if they want their fries wet. You know, you want your fries wet. It's weird. Okay? It's weird. And poutine just feels like a really American dish. Right? It just seems like something we would do. Hey, let's take these, whoa, we have all these carbs and fries, but let's add some gravy to it. 
oh, wow, that tastes really good. How can we make this worse for our insides? Oh, hey, we have these cheese curds. Why don't you drop them on top? Like, that just seems super American. It's like fries, cheese, soup. Potato cheese soup is basically what it is. But fries, you know, potatoes. So I don't know, dude, you know? And we went, oh, I forgot to tell you guys last week, too. I went ice skating at the Gretzky place. You heard of them? And uh, basically, they're Jesus, right? And we went to ice skating there. And you know how much ice skating costs? I put on hockey skates for the first time, and I was looking at Dana, and I'm like, we're going to look so so fucking American when we get out there. Because I don't know what kind of ice skates. Dana calls them figure skates at uh, the ice arena we go to, but they're like flat-bottomed, so they're like training skates is what I call them. I don't know. They have the toe pick at the end with like the like the rigid edge, so it's really, if you catch it, you're fucking done for. Don't put your hands out. Just let yourself fall. Slide. Don't Don't fall. Slide. And... That's my advice. And so I'm like, we're going to look super American because I'm putting on these brand new hockey skates, dude. Never broken in. I'm getting out there. I'm putting on these nines that were too small, but I was too afraid to ask for a 10, right? And so we're the only people on the ice. And I'm like, fuck. And we get out there and we actually don't embarrass ourselves. Dana's good at doing it without picking her feet up. I got to pick my feet up and push. Is that because I have like a low center of gravity or something? Am I like off center? I don't know. Somebody tell me, right? Without seeing me ice skate, can you fix it? And... We were talking to the woman there, and she's like, oh, I live in St. Catherine, you know, because we're asking her. We're making small talk with the bartender. And uh, she's like, I live in St. Catherine, so I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go on Zillow right now. Take your phone out. Go on Zillow and search St. Catherine. And I want you to tell me how the fuck, what the hell is going on with the goddamn Canadian... Um, the goddamn Canadian... Real estate market. Sorry about that. That was gross. I sorry. I have a runny nose, dude. Um, Saint Catherine, Ontario. I don't want to sign into Zillow. I want to look up Saint Catherine, Ontario. You motherfucker. Saint Catherine, Ontario. All right. So we're looking it up because you know this is the best part about Zillow is you can go and just dream about where you're gonna live. This is an East Lake. I don't. I don't think that that was what I was looking for. You fucking piece of shit. God damn it. Should have been more prepared. Oh, but then what fun would this be? Saint Catherine, Catherine, Ontario. Sure, 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 sure. Like this house is four hundred fifty thousand dollars, and it's nine hundred eleven square feet. What's up with that? Has no air conditioning. What are we doing, man? And don't tell me it's the... And don't tell me it's, like, the um, location. Because, like, I mean, it's just normal. And this one, 524,000 Canadian. Don't tell me it's the conversion rate. It's not. It's impossible. This is still like a $350,000 house for 966 square feet. Four bed, two bath. For sale. Central air, forced air, natural gas. All right, fine. Two open parking spaces. Cool. Has a little carport. It literally has... It's not even on a big lot either. The lot is not that big. So we're talking about... Less than 1,000 square feet. For 600 grand. What about this one? Oh, this one's in... This one's on... 129 Central Avenue in Fort Erie, Ontario. Three bed, three baths. Doesn't give me the square footage, but it's small. 
Looks like a goddamn trailer. It was posted three hours ago. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. How many square feet? New hot water boiler system. Who gives a fuck? God damn it. This one, 885 square feet. 500 grand. Oh, wow. This one seems like a winner. 1,500 square feet for 560,000. What's wrong with it? Probably going to fall in on itself. So that's all I'm saying is you can go on Zillow, pretend you're somebody else, pretend you're going to live a different life, pretend you're going to up and leave your life you have now, and then boom, you're somebody else. That's the best part about Zillow is you can go look. But I was floored at the Canadian home prices. I don't know what's going on up there. I don't know. Somebody's going to blame the government. If anyone wants to, maybe I can get a Canadian real estate on here, real estate agent, and just be like, hey, what's going on with that shit up there? And he'll be like, dude, the government. And I'll be like, oh, classic. But isn't that the best part about Zillow? Zillow is the best social media. You just go on there, you make up a whole new life. You're somebody else when you're on Zillow. Maybe I'll live here in this little town outside of San Diego. Maybe that's what I'll do with my time. Oh, what's available in New Mexico? Nobody wants to live there. Maybe I will. Nobody's actually from New Mexico. Maybe I'll go. Oh, nobody's actually from Wyoming. I've never met anybody from Wyoming. Maybe I'll live there. What are the homes looking like? And you're looking at homes you can't afford, right? You're going through homes that are 10 million bucks. Zillow, the place for dreams. That's what it should say. Zillow, the place for dreams. Look, I just gave them a slogan. They don't even, they don't even care. Well, I hope you guys all have a, have a lovely Christmas. My favorite Christmas songs are like Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, even the Elvis album, which we listen to. I have the Elvis uh, cassette and a Christmas cassette, and I had it in the car, and we were listening to it on the way to Canada, and I was like, Dana, we are probably the only people in the world right now listening to the Elvis Christmas c- cassette, and I tried to reverse it to go back to the beginning, and it sounded like it was going to blow up, so, you know, I have the Elvis Christmas cassette if anybody wants to ever listen to it. I don't know. It got really warm. I don't know if it was going to light my car on fire. That would have been a crazy thing to explain to the insurance company. But anyways, I hope you get all you want for Christmas. Um, I hope Santa brings you whatever you want, and of course Santa brings you the gifts, dude. Because it says from Santa on the gift. I mean, I don't know what else you, what more evidence you need. Up on the housetop, reindeer, click clack, whatever. But have a good Christmas, all right? Like, subscribe, rate, and review. I'll see you next week after Christmas. Love you guys. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Enjoy it. Please, don't get too drunk and scream at your family like I will. Love you. Merry Christmas. Prospero año y felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad
Yeshua.